श्री गणेशाय नमः ओम श्री सरस्वत्यै नमः ओम श्री गुरुभ्यो नमः सच्चिदानंदय विश्वत्पत्ति हेतवे तापत्रय विनाशा श्रीकृष्णा वह श्रीकृष्णा वह वसुदेवसुत देव कंसचाणूरमर्धनम देवकी परमानंदम कृष्ण वंदे जगद्गु कृष्ण वंदे जगद्गु मूकं कौति वाचाल पंगुम लंघयते गिरी यम वंदे परमानंदमाधव परमानंदमाधव वांग्मे मनसी प्रतिष्ठिता मनो मे वाचि प्रतिष्ठितमीर्मेधी वेद से मणिस्थ श्रुत मे महासी अनेधीतेन अहोरात्रदी वदिष्यामि सत्यम वदिष्यामि तन्माम अवतु तद वक्तारमवतु अवतु माम अवतु वक्तारमवतु वक्तारम ओम शांति 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 श्रीकृष्ण गोविंद हरे मुरारे हे नाथ नारायण वासुदेवा जिह्वे बसवामृतमेत गोविंद दामोदर माधवेती हे कृष्ण हे यादव हे सखेती हे कृष्ण हे यादव हे सखेती हे कृष्ण हे यादव हे सखेती so we were seeing in the last session 35th shloka where we stopped etanna hantum ichami natopi madhusudana api trailokya rajyasya heto kimnu mahikrite where arjuna told bhagwan etan these people hantum na ichami i am not wanting to kill them i have no desire to kill them i don't wish to kill them he saying what gnatopi even if they kill me he addresses bhagwan with the word hey madhusudan and i told you because he killed the rakshasa by the demon by the name madhu madhu and kaitab bhagwan got the name madhusudana so he is telling bhagwan yes it's right you may have killed madhu and kaitab because they ought to be killed they were shatru they were our enemy they were demons 
But here, he uses the word called Swajana. See, I'll tell you one thing very honestly. Sanskrit has got this beauty. You see here, Arjun used the word Swa, Swa, Swa at many places. Swa Bandhavan, Swajana. Swa means our. Means, Swajana means our people. Now, the whole world is divided into two portions that way. Our people and them. Right? With them, when it becomes the other people, even if you have to inflict or punish them, you don't mind. Because you don't have the feeling of minus with them. Minus matlab, they are not mine. They are other people. And we may see many things on the television and also say, they ought to be punished. Oh, I think capital punishment must be given to them. Because they don't, they are not ours. But whereas their own family, they will always go for mercy petitions and other things. Why? It's my people. However wretched that person may be, but as far as the minus gets involved, na, that's where we stop seeing the faults. The problem in this whole cosmos is where you have your feeling of mindness with them or where you don't feel they are not mine. So that's the difference here. So he used the word Swajana. Bhagwan, you killed Madhu and Kata because they ought to be killed. They are demons, they are enemies. But here they are our own people. He is saying, even if they kill me, he says, Gnatopi, even if they kill me, I don't want to kill them. I have no wish to kill them. I don't desire to kill them. Then he gives another logic. Api Trilokya Rajasya. Even if I get lordship or kingship over three worlds, even if I become the master of three worlds, you make me a master of the cosmos, I still don't want to kill them. Let them kill me. It doesn't matter. If I don't look for the a kingdom of three worlds, on this dominion of these three worlds, then what, then what to talk about this piece of land called Hastinapur or Indraprasth or whatever you call it. If I don't want the lordship over three worlds, then I, you think that I'm going to kill them for these small pieces of land? Bhagavan, please exclude me from this whole discussion. Now, where I was wanting to discuss last time, I, I stopped at that point, is the 36th shloka. Now, 36 and 37, these two shlokas, Arjun is going to wrap up one portion of his argument. One set of argument, he is going to complete it here. He says here, in the 36 and 37, I read it together. Nihatyadhartarashtranah kapritisyajanardana papamevashraye dasman hatvaitanatatainah tasman narhavayam hamtum Dhartarashtran swabandhavan swajanam hikatham hatva sukhinasyama madhava nihatya dhartarashtranah kapriti syajanardana papamevashraye dasman hatvaitanatatainah tasman narhavayam hantum dhartarashtran swabandhavan swajanam hikatham hatva so I picked up this 36 shloka, some portions of it to explain you. Maybe Bhagwan must have through his eyes indicated for a moment Arjuna take your eyes off Dhritra, your uh, Dronacharya and Bhishma Pitama and what to talk about Duryodhana and other. That's why you see suddenly Arjun's thought process is changing. Till now he was talking like you know very... He uh, devoted words for Bhishma Pitama, Acharya and all. Now since his attention got diverted to Duryodhana, 
he uses one word called ata taina for for uh, both of them for dhritarashtra's son and i used the word uh, explained the word last time and i stopped it at that point there are six kind of of actions which somebody they do they are, are considered as ata taina and i explained that pretty detail the reason i explained is that so that it becomes easy for me here so arjun says he uses the word he janardana he uses the word for bhagwan here you see here nihatya dharta rashtranna ka priti syat janardana he uses the word janardana here in previous shloka he uses the word madhusudana because he was wanting to say you killed enemy that's okay but here he is using the word janardana why because he is saying bhagwan whole whole time of the year whole time in the creation is there you are not madhusudana all the time sometimes you are janardana also janardana means janan ardayati iti the one who protects people janan means the people in this cosmos so you are the protector also so bhagwan this concept is very easy for you to understand why should we go on a you know spree of killing people so there is so much destruction which is going to happen so he addresses the word janardana to bring attention of bhagwan that bhagwan you are the one who should be telling me to stop war and i am telling you to you know why don't we stop this whole thing so he used the word janardana nihatya dharta rashtrana by killing these sons of dhritarashtra ka priti what pleasure are we going to get uses the word see every word has got its own meaning there what pleasure will we derive by killing these people arjun what are you talking about you are not killing them for pleasure man we nobody told you to kill them for pleasure he is using the word what pleasure are we going to derive he bhagwan by killing these people papam eva ashrayet asman we will be becoming the abode of sin by killing these is sons of dhritarashtra ashrayed matlab we will become the abode of sin now there is one point i wanted to use here the reason why i you know explained ata taina to you last time and i explained through ramayan also when bali got killed bhagwan gave the same definition because you you know are under the ata taina definition and killing you is is you know something which is very legitimate when bali asked bhagwan i have no enmity towards you i have not even seen you but rather i am devoted to you why did you kill me i didn't do anything wrong to you so in that atatain one thing was when one who takes away other's spouse he was also under atatain bhagwan said because you qualified under the definition of atatain and as per manu smriti and other smritis it's written very clearly and atatain needs to be given uh, you know death sentence that way with those six things which they do he says bhagwan papam now what is a sin i must give you the definition of sin here sin is a mistake done by a committed by an individual ego how how by a mistaken individual ego a individual ego which mistakes itself to be individual a sin is a, a you know actually something committed by that mistaken individual ego mistake committed by a, a you know individual ego by what by not recognizing its divine nature what is a sin again i'm repeating that eh? thing huh? sin is a mistake committed by a a individual ego which gets confused in its understanding when it moves away from knowing its own divine nature as the true self we are all what in real form true self but we consider when we consider ourselves as individual ego 
then individual actions we start doing and that is where we do a mistake when we move away from the actual uh, understanding of ourselves as the uh, eternal soul. So Gurudev uses this word to act as the body, the mind and the intellect is not to act up to the uh, you know uh, expectations of a human. Rather it becomes an attempt to behave under the animalistic tendencies. See, that's why the reason I have told you, the reason I explained Atatayin last time is because I knew sin definition is going itself going to take some time. So, remember, whenever we misunderstand ourselves, not as our divine true self, and we consider ourselves as the individual limited ego, if you are individual, then definitely we will have my people, and those people who are not mine will be others. Mine and others. We will always have that difference. When we consider ourselves as the total self, then everybody is my extension. See, that's the difference. And I told you, I told you na, that there are concepts which are very difficult also he's going to bring up here from his spiritual understanding. Even though Bhagwan will detail that at later on in the second chapter, we come there and we'll see that. So what happens when we act under such impulses, what happens? We create grosser mental impressions and we create build stronger walls between ourself and the cognition of our divine spark in ourselves, and that's what is called sin that's the definition of sin if you want to read you can read through holy gita also gurudev has explained this there as well so he says papam eva ashraye dasman we will become the abode of sin even though they may be atatainas, they ought to be killed, Bhagavan. This is where Arjun makes a mistake. This is what I want to bring out here. He uses the word atatain also, and he is giving logic not to kill them also. Atatain word, as I told you, is one of the words coming from Manusmriti and our Dharma Shastra. Dharma Shastra or Artha Shastra, we call it, how to live our life. There, even he is referring atatain here. The moment Duryodhan and other people's thought came, he understand they are wretched, I understand. I can use the word Atatayana as wretched only right now. They are all wretched people, I understand. But Bhagwan, we will inherit sin by killing them. What? You forgot that killing Atatayans doesn't inherit any sin at all. So he is himself self-conflicting here in this statement and on this part. Then he says, Tasmat, that's why, therefore, Vayam uh, Tasmat He Madhava. Now he uses, he uses another word for Bhagwan here. Madhava. Madhava means Lakshmi Pati. Husband of Lakshmi. You know, the moment you hear the word Madhava, na, the picture of Bhagwan which comes into our, our intellect is that, you know, the soft, calm, and quiet form of Bhagwan. Bhagwan is lying down on that Shaya, on the, you know, Naga Shaya. And Lakshmiji Sheshnag and Lakshmiji is serving him. What a form it is. It's a very calm and quiet and peaceful form. So Arjun is bringing Bhagwan's attention. Bhagwan, you are Janardhan also. You are Madhav also. Madhav means you are the peaceful, you know, Bhagwan also, a peaceful Lord also. How can you ask us to kill? So actually what Arjun is wanting is, Arjun is wanting a certification and stamp and approval from Bhagwan. That Arjun, I agree. I think we should all go back. Let's go. Stop the fight. He is wanting acceptance, but Bhagwan is not giving his acceptance. 
Bhagwan remains unmoved, undeterred. Continue. You continue to say, he has no reaction at all. What, whenever a patient is going through the uh, you know, symptom of mental hysteria, the best way is let him speak. Let him cull out or you know, come out with all thoughts he has in his mind and exhaust himself. Once he is exhausted and his, his all symptoms he has listed down, whatever logic he could give, he has given, everything is done, he is now have no logic to speak then he will become a recipient to listen to your advice. Otherwise, if his mind is also running and you also advise, he is right now channelizing his thought. He will not be listening to you. Because he is creating logic, logic after logic, reason after reason to not fight. Because he is gone into this mode that I just don't want to fight. So Bhagavad, he says here, He Madhava Tasma, therefore, He Madhava now you see, again uses the word, Swabandhavan, Dhartarashtran, Hantum, Vayam Na Arhaha. Those, those Dhartarashtra, the sons of Dhritarashtra, who are our people only, Swabandhavan, our relatives only, my kith and kin only, the, uh, Hantum, um, we don't deserve to kill them. That means we are not capable to kill them. Or we are not some people who should go and kill them. Because they are our own people. We, don't, we can't kill our own people. Even if we are in the, in the war that way. You know, uh, I'll give you one example. When India and Pakistan got divided and the war happened between India and Pakistan, some people talk about that in military also, in the army also. When they fought that war, many people who used to fight together in the same team, they had to fight against each other. Because India got divided. Right? And the same, they must have, have studied in the same, you know, army school. They were officers in the same cadre and all. But once the country got divided, they went to both sides. When they had to fight with each other, they could identify them. Oh, I have studied with them. But will that allow them not to fight? Because they will kill you if you don't kill them. They may have studied with us. They may have studied in the same school. We may have gone to the same Gurukul. We may have played around in the same playground. We have, may have, you know, had the same um, uh, grandfather and everyone. But that doesn't matter. Now the situation is different. You have to act according to the situation. That's why I say it is called misplaced compassion. It's not the right place for a compassion right now. They have chosen to be your enemy. You didn't choose to be their enemy. You tried your level best that this war doesn't happen. But did your efforts pay? Did they give a heed to what you recommended to them? You made your last effort also that this war can be avoided. Let's avoid this bloodshed. Let's avoid this total annihilation of people. It's our people who are only going to be get killed. But they didn't. Now you are talking here, Bhagwan so bandavan an hantum na arha. We don't deserve to kill them. Or they don't get they don't deserve to get killed from us. They may fight a different war and get killed from someone else. I don't worry about that. But from us, they definitely don't need to be killed by us. He's saying, he Swajanam Hatva, Katham Sukhinasyam. Hey Bhagwan, by killing our own people, how do you think we can be happy? We can remain happy in our life. Don't you think this burden? will carry us throughout our life. Whenever I sleep 
and i run around the same palace the same kingdom will that memory not hit me hard that you know this is a place where we played together and i we only killed those people so arjun has a logic if i look from his point of view but the only point is this compassion is not right at this particular place here now when arjun saw that bhagwan is unmoved like a sphinx he's got no reaction at all arjun understood i don't think these logics are going to work out with him now i think i should change my stand he is bhagwan no he knows scriptures very well so i think now i should talk what scripture talks so that bhagwan understands my logic these emotional things doesn't deter him because he has to manage everybody remember ha huh? it's bhagwan's promise that whenever adharma grows i will only come to you know destroy adharma and establish dharma again uh, my if you remember that shankaracharya ji is, is uh, preface also this one is there bhagwan only comes to establish dharma why because bhagwan has kept dharma to run this whole creation so whenever dharma gets destroyed or gets subsided and adharma starts rising bhagwan will himself come here to destroy adharma and reestablish dharma uh, in the whole place because that's how the creation is going to run so with that logic now arjun from the next shloka onwards move into a different argument the only point i want to bring back in summarizing this argument is that please remember arjun's only point was he showed a very healthy vision arjun has showed, showed a very healthy vision isko mana shastra mein swasth drishti kehte hain cheezon ke prati we have a vision it depends whatever vision towards that thing is whether it's a healthy vision or a unhealthy vision whatever our vision is our life and our actions will be guided through them if you remember i said the same bhishma pitama and dronacharya were in front of duryodhan also but he never got devotion towards them he never got compassion he was only instigating both of them that see drupada putra is standing in front of you he was only generating anger so that they end up killing them the same uddipak uddipak means the same trigger in front of both of them why one's thought was like that and one's thought is like this you know definitely yes a trigger is one which actually triggers the thought process within us but there is something behind a trigger also after a trigger how you will act in a particular situation will depend on three things okay the first thing is your value system what is your value system you have cultivated inside you the second thing is what beliefs you live upon the third thing is what culture you have cultivated within you and i i told you in one of the sessions and if somebody asked pooja swami subodhanan ji you know they are talking so much about changing the history textbooks what is wrong in the history textbooks so swami subodhanan ji asked one very good question he said you tell me one thing do you follow ram's culture or do you follow aurangzeb's culture so said swami ji i don't understand what's your point he said if you follow ram's culture you will give away your kingdom for your brother you will sacrifice your kingdom for him but if you follow aurangzeb's culture you will kill your father also for your kingdom you will kill your brother also for your kingdom now you decide which culture you want to follow very simple so that same trigger 
has got two different reactions altogether because arjun stands on a different value system his belief system is completely different he comes out from the culture of sanatan dharma and that's the reason i told you in the beginning of the class arjun is a jewel of our culture his logics yes it's misplaced compassion very true but none of his logics are from a value system belief system wrong so in the first set of arguments arjun said he gave a very he showed bhagwan his healthy vision bhagwan i don't want kingdom i am not fighting for kingdom rajyam bhoga sukha vijaya i don't want all these things what to talk about for my relations i am one who is ready to give away my life also that's the kind of healthy vision arjun has cultivated the kind of culture arjun has cultivated now you see this from that point of time arjun says this now the second piece of argument arjun brings from the scriptures directly we'll go to the 38th shloka from now 38 and 39 we'll read together यद्यप्येते न पश्यन्ती लोभो पहत चेतसह कुलक्षयकृतं दोषं मित्रद्रोहे च पातकं कथं न ज्ञेयमस्माभि पापादस्मान्निवर्तितुं कुलक्षयकृतं दोषं प्रपश्यद्भिर्जनार्दन यद्यप्येते न पश्यन्ती लोभो पहत चेतसह कुलक्षयकृतं दोषं मित्रद्रोहे च पातकं कथं न ज्ञेयमस्माभि पापादस्मान्निवर्तितुं कुलक्षयकृतं दोषं प्रपश्यद्भिर्जनार्दन ही सेज भगवान ही यूजेस द वर्ड अगेन एड्रेसिंग भगवान हे जनार्दन बिकॉज भगवान इज द प्रोटेक्टर ऑफ एवरी वन तो यू नो स्क्रिप्चर्स वेरी वेल नाउ गोइंग टू कोट यू स्क्रिप्चर्स बट रिमेंबर वन थिंग what happens is even people who have scriptural knowledge na if they have not started living scriptural values scriptural life so to say sometimes what happens is when their mind gets derailed in situations like this new new uh, psychosis and all those things hysterical conditions and all they start misquoting scriptures at wrong places now one word i am going to use here it's very clearly said by our sanatan sanskriti and rishi parampara shastra ko shastra mat var shastra ko shastra mat banana scripture is not your weapon don't use scripture as a weapon means don't just create to you know put down someone you know defeat someone that's not the purpose of of scripture scripture is to actually inculcate in you the values and clean your internal system called antakarna scripture is for us not for fighting outside yes bhagwan shankaracharya was the one when he you know uh, took out buddhism and all from our country he used only one logic he says okay come and have shastrarth with me shastrarth means let's have a discussion on scripture if you are able to prove that my hey you know what is taught from our scripture is of no value i will accept your or uh, scripture i will accept your values if not you will accept what i am saying because for discovering the self i am using the word for discovering the self 
for realizing the self, for knowing the self, there is only one pramana called Ved and Vedanta. That's why Shankaracharya, many people like Mandan Mishra, there's a, there's a man by the name Mandan Mishra, who was an ardent Buddhism follower. He did Shastrarth with Shankaracharya, he did the discussion with Shankaracharya, and the way to decide was, he said, you know, who will be the judge who wins and all. So Mandan Mishra said, Bhagwan, you tell me who should be the judge. So Bhagwan Shankaracharya told, why not your wife be the judge? But my wife will be biased towards me. How can she be the judge? But his wife was very wise. What she did at that time, she gave two garlands on both of the people's neck, one on Shankaracharya and one off on Mandan Mishra. What happens is, when we start losing, when we start losing a debate or something, our body generates heat in the, in the spree of losing and the garland on the neck starts us drying out. So that's the proof that you have lost. Simple as that. And Mandan Mishra accepted defeat and Mandan Mishra came under the following of Shankaracharya and he became Shankaracharya of one of the mutt later on, Mandan Mishra. See, the, I'm saying, the reason I'm saying this is for discovering yourself, the foolproof system is available only in Veda and Sanatan Dharma. I'm telling you for a reason and out of authority I'm telling you this point. Because I've read... I have do have read Darshan Shastra also and I quoted many Darshan the other day, Charvak, Jain, Baud, As Nastik and Astik Darshan also. So when I read through it, I understand the beauty of, of our total Sanatan Sanskriti. So it is divided like that. So he says here, he is proving the point here, Hey Janardana, you will know whole scriptural point of view. Yadyapi, even though, Ete, ए कुलक्षय कृतम दोषम च मित्र दोहे पातकम न पश्यन्ति एते न पश्यन्ति इवन दो दीस पीपल आर नॉट एबल टू सी अर्जुन व्हाट आर दे नॉट एबल टू सी ही लिस्ट डाउन टू काइंड्स ऑफ प्रॉब्लम्स हियर टू काइंड्स ऑफ दोष हियर टू काइंड्स ऑफ इश्यूज हियर टू काइंड्स ऑफ सिन्स हियर नॉट टू काइंड्स ऑफ फॉल्ट्स हियर लेट मी जस्ट पुट इट दिस वे ही लिस्ट डाउन दैट कुलक्षय कृतम one that is which is going to arise out of the destruction of families and clans. That's Kulachaya Kritam, Dosham. First Dosh is that. Mitra Drohe, by inflicting cruelty towards our friends. That's the second kind of Dosha he talks, speaks about here. So he lists down two kinds of faults. Else what? And he says, even though they are not able to see Bhagwan, what, what they are not able to see Arjun, these two kind of faults, one is which is going to arise out of destruction of families and clans of both sides. I'm talking about both sides here. And the second, which is going to happen because of we are going to inflict cruelty upon our own friends. Now the first thing should come is that, you know, many uh, uh, people who define Bhagavad Gita and write commentaries, they talk about it. Many Acharyas talk about it. When Arjuna said Ete here, he is referring to both sides. He is not referring to only Kaurava side only. Huh? He is referring to both sides. Because when I see the whole canvas of Mahabharat, and I told you in the beginning also, there were only five people left. It's a very, very gory scene at the end. Arjun is able to see it now. Every day at the end of war, the day of the war, the whole war field used to be filled with ladies, wives, 
looking for their own people's dead body, searching amongst the killed. Arjun is seeing that now. Kulachaya Kritam. We are going to end up being responsible for this total annihilation which is going to happen at the end of the war. Kulachaya Kritam. And then somebody should have asked Arjun, you know, who are the Mitra, the friends you are talking about here? Bhagwan, both sides, we must have had some friendship with them in throughout our life. Right now only they are standing on both sides, no? They are our people only. What to talk about Mahabharatwar? There is a person by the name Shalya. He is a very great warrior. He happened to be the maternal uncle of Nakul and Sahadev. And he fought from Duryodhan's side. Mahamate. He was a mama of uh, Nakul and Sahadev. Matula is the word he uses. He fought from Duryodhana's side. And he got killed by them. What to talk about that? Even Draupadi's five sons got killed. Abhimanyu got killed. Who is left? Only five of them. And one child in the womb of, of that uh, Subhadra, Parikshit. Uttara, Uttara. Not Subhadra. Uttara, Uttara. Uttara. Parikshit. He is the only one left. Who else is left? He also got shot by Ashwatthama, but Bhagwan saved him. But that is the canvas of Mahabharata when we are talking about. It's an unbelievable scene in Kurukshetra. What Arjun is seeing, he's, it's foresight is seeing now. And he's trying to enlist Bhagwan. Yadyapi ete, even though they cannot see. Bhagwan, and why they cannot see? Arjun explains that also. Lobho apahata chetasaha. He uses the word. Because their mind is clouded by greed. The word apahata means one who has hijacked. Apaharan word atana apahata. Because their intellect and their inner equipment has been kidnapped by greed. In their greed, these idiots are not able to see the kind of destruction they are going to. We tried so well, so correct. We asked only for seven villages. We built Indraprastha when they, you know, sent us and divided the kingdom. That land was a barren land. We made it. Give us seven villages. If we have capability, we'll build it from scratch. Don't worry about it. Just give us seven villages. What difficult? What difficulty was there to give him seven villages? The only thing is, the greed was so much, I will not even give a face to keep the point of a needle. What to talk about seven villages? What to say, Bhagwan? Lobho apahata chetasa, because their mind is clouded by greed, they cannot, ete na pashyanti, they are not able to see this destruction. Then he says, He Janardana, Kulakshaya kritam dosham prapashyad bihi, asma bihi, at least these kind of faults we are able to see, no? Why not we should make the effort to stop it? See, the fight happens from both sides. Huh? It's not tali dono hato se basti hai. It's not something which can be done from one hand. They decided, they had inflicted so much torture on Pandavas. Arjun in this statement is ready to forget everything. You see the kind of intellect Arjun has got. See the kind of beauty of his personality. He has forgotten everything. He has said that, you know, even though we may not punish, this, so there is a thought process behind it also. You know, punishment for an act is definitely there. I told you last time, 
God is not sitting there to punish us. He has made karma to punish us automatically. God, we, God is only there to give us refuge if we turn towards Him. He is ready to forgive our sins also. He is ready to wash away certain things also. Bhagwan is not sitting there to punish us. Karma is enough to punish us. Everybody is getting the, uh, act, the fruit of their own action. Whether past life or this life, that is a separate subject. I am not coming to that. Because some um, actions of this life give fruit in this life only. S most of the actions of last life are only giving fruit to us in this life. There are very few actions of this life which gives fruit in this life only. Now the way it is divided in our whole Sanatan Dharma is that there are certain actions for which the fruit has to be born in a human body. There are certain actions for which the fruit has to be born in a different body. Okay, I am giving you an example why? Because that's how the Karma Siddhanta is. That's why one thing I want to just you know dispense away from everybody's mind and, and thought process is that Please don't think that if we have got a human life, it's a guarantee that we are going to get human life age also, going forward. So I'm sorry, it's not that at all. Sanatan Dharma is very clear. So your actions, so you will live your next life. If a man, after getting a human body, end up behaving worse than an animal, how can he get a human body in the next life? Not possible. Impossible. Forget it. So there are certain actions which will fructify only in a different body. That's why there is no dearth on this cosmos of animal kingdom also, plant kingdom also, insect kingdom also. It all will come up. It will come up. New, new insects will grow also because everybody has to get their karma fall away. Yeah. So there is no... Yeah. Sorry, interrupting because then I forget later on. Then how would we know that what... Karmas we can avoid so that Very good we point. get a human life. Don't worry. Bhagwan will answer your question. <laughs> the chapter comes. <laughs> Later chapter is all about that. He is explaining that only what karmas to avoid. See the only one thing I will tell you is. The simple logic you need to remember is that. You know. when As we are good to ourselves. Be good to others. There should be active resistance to evil. But don't become evil. What's the difference? One is only for resistance. You are free to actively resist against evil. Free. Free is the word I am using. But don't end up becoming one of them. Many a times what happens is now, to correct somebody else, you, also <laughs> you end up getting into their shoes. Yeah. Don't end up doing that. Their action is enough to punish them. You don't have to take the onus of punishing everybody. That's not your role. Let some things be punished by action also. No? You know, you may get a punishment here in, in the legal framework, under the legal system. But remember, that may not be the complete punishment for a karma by any chance. Still, if that punishment, whatever is that punishment total, well, it will be reduced from your total punishment in the next loka. That is why the lokas Bhagwan have made. Why has he made heaven and hell? It's not that he once felt like making heaven and hell and he made it. It's not like that. It's clearly for action and action-oriented results. So he is saying here, Bhagwan, Kulak Shaikatam, at least we can see, no? 
we can see the fault behind this what is going to happen with this prapashyat bihi asma bihi even though we people can see asmat papat nivartitun katham nagneyam bhagwan at least we people should avoid getting into this sinful activity patak patakam means the one which is like deadly sin patakam that is mean the one okay let me just use this word the one which is definitely go go to throw you into hell patal patakam means that that which will definitely make sure you fall patakam means falling down so he said at least we can see you know then if we can see why don't we think to stop the war bhagwan that's in you are janardana you are the owners of protecting the whole, everybody here so you should tell me i am telling you so at least arjuna must have look for certification from bhagwan wow what a statement arjun i think you is talking now making sense to me by the way but bhagwan didn't move at all no reaction at all he see one mistake sometimes they do is that you know sometimes they say that you know i never said you to told you to do this thing but you nodded no but my nod was not for saying yes to you i was nodding was listening so bhagwan didn't even make the mistake of nodding also there that means he didn't say he didn't certify arjun at all he just sat like a sphinx continue you continue to say when you are finished then i'll start so here arjun says that now the next shloka is a little detailed uh we have to understand it from a different perspective also i told you kulakshaya kritam what is the fault when families get killed what happens when the families get killed arjuna is himself giving the logic here now one thing i wanted to say in up from the shlokas from the previous one till the 37th one arjun never used the logic of parloka he never used the after world there in discussion he was talking about transactional how behavioral and all those things why we should not kill in this third from the previous shloka which is 38 onwards he is trying to give logic it from the next shloka also which means what arjuna is not just good in warfare he just not spend his life learning the the you know art of archery he is well read in scriptures also and he has well listened also these logics cannot come out of a normal person because the kind of of discussion is going to do now it is a little detailed but it has got deep logic behind it and it is right also to that extent he uses the word in the 40th shloka kulakshaye pranashyanti kuladharma sanatanah dharme nashte kulam kritsnam adharmo bibavatyuta kulakshaye pranashyanti kuladharma sanatanah धर्मे नष्टे कुलम कृष्णम अधर्मो अभिवत्युत ही सेस हो हे भगवान ही सेस कुलक्षये सनातनाह कुलधर्माह प्रणश्यन्ति वंस अ फॅमिली इज डिस्ट्रॉयड व्हेन व्हेन यू से फॅमिली मींस नॉट एवरीबॉडी फ्रॉम द फॅमिली इज गोइंग टू गेट डिस्ट्रॉयड हियर ओनली द मेल मेंबर्स आर गोइंग टू गो राइट सो व्हेन ही यूजेस द वर्ड कुलक्षये द family is considered one unit in sanatan dharma kul. one kul is one unit okay we in sanatan dharma we don't promote too much about independent units we are not talking about that 
that is why we used to have the culture of joint family system slowly gradually it's going now what to talk about kula parents are in some village children are in city their children in, in you know some other country so the, where is the kula is like spread across different different continents now it's like that's how it is going so how do we maintain it was not very what by the way i'm just saying see how the units get at you know differentiated what happens is when a family we talk about why family is one unit he uses the word here there is something he uses here kula dharma there is called family value system see one is sanatan value system like general festivals general kind of you know utsavas what what all we celebrate and all those things they are general for sanatan dharma but within sanatan dharma also every family has got its own traditions right now those traditions don't come out of scriptures i'm using a word purposefully here huh? those traditions don't come out of scriptures those traditions are passed from generations to generations that is what is using he using here kulakshaye kula dharma sanatan the word sanatan means that which comes from time in memorial but that's not the meaning of word sanatan here sanatan here should be understood that which is passed on from generations to generations that is what is called sanatan here you know when we go to some marriage function or something or any function anywhere you know the elder members in the family they may point out hamare pul mein aise thode hota hai aise thode karte hai ye kya kar rahe ho tum ye ye aise nahi hoga waise hoga that was the role of our elders how the culture used to be passed on now with this split family units how will that be the torch of tradition be passed on to the next generation that is what is talking about kula dharma sanatana kula chayakritam this will get destroyed because those cultures i told you not coming out of scriptures at all they are coming from family to family tradition after tradition i will tell you one thing very honestly and this is again thanks to puja swami subodhanand ji Pooja Swami Subodhanand ji had lot of followers. He is attained samadhi now in 2020. He had lot of followers. His followers were were like those people who are so much have liking for scriptures because he was very deep and profound. You know, one session of his maybe like I'm just giving you one shloka. One shlokas one fourth. He has taken an yagna for seven days. which means 7 into 2 hours two sessions each only on one fourth of a shloka he used to be so deep and profound so the people who used to love them he used to force them that don't let the family value or family tradition lose out so there are people who are his followers their children sitting in us also i'm telling you because i met one of the such families their children sitting in us also they have followed that tradition you know in in when you have brahmana in when you have janu and brahmanas you have certain things which you cannot do are prohibited for you those children sitting in there they are like pure vegetarian 
they do like sandhya vandan thrice a day even though they are working and all they come with their grandchildren well, their own children here to get through the you know the sola sanskar and all those things janeu sanskar unke bachcho ka yahan ho raha hai they followed and kept that why because it was instilled in in them by their own families this is how tradition follows now the biggest disastrous thing of westernization is this now i'll use one word here but take it with a pinch of salt the thing is the biggest disaster of westernization is you know the western is a cultureless system there is no culture i'm being very candid and very right and you know thought after by saying this they are a cultureless system what happens if you leave your culture and start following them you will move away from culture and go into cultureless systems that's the problem which is happening because what happens is culture means what that which ties you together it ties you to your roots it ties you to your family it ties you to your people it gives you a prompt from within to stop when you erre out of your boundaries there should be a self self warning system within us oh this is not right you know there are some children even today they say you know many a times i am prompted to go into the company of wrong people but i am forced to stop why my parents won't like it why because they are tied to their root correctly that's the culture system what is standing about so i say that you know it's it's okay adopt english learn english all those things is good enough do that but please remain in your own culture culture is what britishers when they started ruling us the first thing they did is that to cut off our people from our own culture that's exactly what they did and they did it beautifully they did it through education system they changed our education system our value system so many things they changed and we we got left out in the whole thing that's why you know a middle generation post the independence came who themselves do not know the culture because it got cut off from that time what will we pass on that's where the role of people like us who speak for the culture becomes of paramount importance because we tell them why it is important why you should follow this because trust me if you have to tie to your root you must know the culture the respect see earlier you know even if in forums i have worked so many years for an american company myself and before coming to vedant when they used to make fun of india that like, you know it's like i have heard myself these comments that you know it's like snake charmers country so you know i had no oh nothing to talk against that i used to take it and come back because i had i have not learned from my you know own culture by that time but now dare if someone say it i'll shoot you down immediately <laughs> you say that is a snake charmers culture because i am now versed with culture and i can argue with them why it is not because see it's very easy for you to see and then you know put us down but you don't understand the depth one thing i'll tell you when very deeply here if there is one country if there is one country and one culture 
which can bring world peace it's only going to be indian sanatan dharma full stop i'm telling you from here itself dare i dare challenge un and other people to bring world peace bring it and show us you have been there for so many years eons of years what have you done the world is becoming worse place now why so many countries have started looking up to india because modi showed the culture why so many people have trust on india they know that this is the only culture which can and you know bring world peace without sanatan dharma world peace is gone only this is the culture that's what vivekanand ji spoke in his speech in chicago why he went to chicago and loudly said trust me guys unless and until you come to sanatan dharma there is no respite for you forget about world peace you cannot bring your own peace you can become pieces but you cannot bring peace without sanatan dharma full stop not done that's exactly what arjun is trying to bring out here he is saying bhagwan kulachaye sanatanaha kuladharma pranashyanti by destruction of these families that kuladharma that family value system which was flowing from tradition generation after generation will get destroyed dharme nashte so somebody may ask the logic what happens if the kuladharma is destroyed so what big deal people ask no what big deal if it's destroyed somebody else will build it dharme nashte krishnam kulam adharma uta abhivavati he says bhagwan when the kula dharma is destroyed now remember one thing ah huh? dharma and adharma there are only two things what is the point why you should learn dharma if you do not learn dharma automatically adharma will fill the blank space right it's it's mental space i'm talking about ah huh? why you need to learn dharma you need to learn dharma so that adharma does not take you over that's exactly what arjun is saying here saying that dharme nashte once the dharma gets destroyed by the destruction of these families krishnam the entire kulam in in that clan or family adharma uta abhivavati adharma will take over those families every family will become adharmic now let me ask you a question human rights so oh, this is another topic which is like a very it's a topic i don't know what to say mm-hmm. human rights remember one thing and i want to say it loud and clear human right is only for those who behave like humans how can those who fall and behave below humans and you can expect to give them human rights just because you are born in this body a human body you don't deserve human right by that i'm sorry you know our culture is not the again i'll give you one difference of western and our culture our culture is not a right driven culture our culture is a duty driven culture you know in western countries usually what happens everybody can fight for their rights i have my right this right that right that right i'm sorry it's not like that if you do your duty well right will automatically come to you 
the demand for right needs to be done by those who are not focused on their duties well now human right i heard it was shocking somebody was fighting for a human right for a terrorist what human right a terrorist has got by which constitution has given them that right i really want to relook into that whole thing then if that is the case human right is for those who behave like a human not for those who have fallen below that level one behaves like an animal and we talk about human rights for them that's exactly what arjun is saying once the dharma is gone adharma is going to take over their intellect and then adharma will start acting to through them in every action look around pick up a newspaper open a news channel shocking i don't know is it the fault of news channel that are there nothing good happening in this world or they for their own you know trps i told you na breaking news is definitely going to break your mind and intellect after the news you will be worse than before you were peaceful by that time but after seeing that you either your sleep is gone or the next day what is happening in this country what is happening in this country see it it's okay to be aware but be aware you cannot get involved with everything don't go and fight with everything it's not required god is there to take care he is the poshan karta vishnu bhagwan is the palan karta of this whole creation he has got this responsibility to do every responsibility we don't have to take it on our shoulder do your duty well right will automatically come to you let me just say one thing to you a child who does his duty well in the family do you think those parents can even try to not give the right to the child they cannot even make an attempt to that मिलना ही है उसको इट्स ऑटोमेटिक ड्यूटी करनी नहीं है अपनी और राइट के पीछे भागते रहो भागते रहो समबडी एल्स विल टेक इट नो बडी इज गोन गिव यू आई डू नॉट नो वट इज द बर्थ राइट क्वेश्चन बर्थ राइट ह्यूमन राइट एवरी राइट इज अ डिबेटेबल टॉपिक इन इट सेल्फ एनी वे सो अर्जुन इज सेंग भगवान दिस इज वॉट इज गोइंग टू वाई कॉन्ट यू सी why can't we stop it when we know these are the things which are going to happen how then, does it affect how does it yeah only the male members have gone that's why i'm so going to come to the next uh, point that's why i said see geeta i'll tell you one thing very honestly geeta is a commentary on itself there are there is one point i want to make it here you know many places bhagwan will say something don't worry if you don't understand bhagwan will explain in some other chapter or some other shloka himself that's why i say bhagavad gita is a beautiful commentary on itself that's the beauty of bhagwan the way he is given is it's, it's entire in itself it's complete text in itself how it will affect arjuna is going to talk about in the next one now remember one thing before i end this session i'll take the next shloka in the next session before i end this session i want to say one thing when i say family is a unit please remember uh this thing that you know we don't have to fight for equality of women according to sanatan dharma because women are already equal in sanatan dharma there is no inequality between a man and a, a woman by the way that's i do not know how the culture has changed the tradition and the community and system has changed that we have to fight see uh, i was attending one session sorry to use but i was attending one session Empo- women empowerment i was shocked 
why women empowerment is a topic i didn't understand why they were bringing up that topic so i went to that speaker and i asked her listen i have a question but don't get angry with my question if you don't earn want to answer it's okay if you are saying women need to be empowered that means you are already making a baseline assumption that women are non empowered women are powerless only powerless need to be empowered right how why do you have to empower someone is already have power women are not powerless in our culture i'm sorry sanatan dharma is very clear men and women are same when they say women as a unit is the most sensitive portion of a family why because from her the culture is going to go to the child also the culture is going to remain in the family also that's why women is given paramount importance in sanatan dharma it's very very important kulakshay when he is talking about when the men get destroyed okay women who need to be protected they become vulnerable to those forces who are wandering around outside it trying to create cruelty that is what he means by here when women gets destroyed or men get destroyed the family value system will get destroyed because women will not be able to protect herself she will be exposed since she will be exposed that means the whole family is exposed after the man is gone since that is exposed that means their destruction will become destruction of the family he is going to talk about in great length you know sankara varna sankara and all in the next time i'll talk about that next time so this is what arjuna is trying to bring about his argument is not wrong that's why i told you even though it's misplaced here but it brings out deep topic which i cannot bring out otherwise otherwise i have to you know take one session on dharma shastra and you know oh manu smriti and all to talk to you about this when i am getting an opportunity might as well talk talk about these things so these things are important to understand there is an inherent beauty in sanatan culture which arjun brings out in his discussion rest we'll see in the next class kae navacha manase indriya irva buddhyatmana va prakrte swabhavat karomi adyat sakalam parasmai narayanayeti samarpayami श्रीमारायणाएति समर्पयामी ओं पूर्णमद पूर्णमिदम पूर्णा पूर्णमुदच्यते पूर्णस्य पूर्णमादाय पूर्णमेवशिष्य ओं शाति 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 हरि ओं श्रीगुरुभ्यो नम हरि ओं ओं तत्सत्